wish you a squeaky Christmas. We wish you a squeaky Christmas. We wish you a squeaky Christmas with no fleas in your ears. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team. All collectively here, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father Joey Volami, and animal communicator Joy Turner. And the Christmas lights in the studio. I'll set the mood. Little eggnog going around as we get uh, closer to the holidays. In just a few minutes, we're going to talk to Marty Becker. The good doctor has some tips for holiday gifts if you haven't done your shopping or stuffed your stockings yet for your animals, which I, I'm done with that. Almost done with that. Stacy, what are you working on? Okay, this kind of sounds like a Disney movie. These Girl Scouts were hiking around. They were looking for a project. They wanted to do something good because they're Girl Scouts, right? Anyway, uh, they're hiking, and on this trail underneath their feet, they found a pet cemetery. No, they didn't dig up the animals and stuff them in their bedrooms. That's not what happened. Stop it, Hal. I know that's what you were thinking. (laughs) Um, But I'll tell you exactly what happened. (laughs) Coming up on Animal Radio News. Dog father Joey Volani, who looks very festive today. You're wearing some kind of... uh, Is it a suit? Was that what it is? What's your tip going to be about today? Shampoo, baby. Come on. Shampoo? What, what, which ones to buy? Really? Which ones to look for? Really? Compare? What do you mean, really? Don't you just I pick mean, the cheapest one off the shelf? This is a, um, well, you know what? In some cases, that may work, but, um, you know, it depends on your needs, and um, you may not have high expectations. So, yeah, you could pick up the crap off the shelf. Okay. But for those of you that are more discriminating, you'll have... Uh, That's plant- right. Yeah, okay. Also on the show today, Dr. Russell Rosenberg, he works for the, uh, what is it, the Sleep Institute, Sleep Foundation, and he tells us that we shouldn't sleep with our pets. You see a dramatic pause there. I sleep with my pets. No one's going to tell me otherwise. It doesn't really I matter. I don't. You don't sleep with your pets? No, I don't like it. Oh. I don't I don't. Sleep. My wife does. No. What about you, Alan? You sleep with your pets? I told you, Hal. Come on. What kind of question is that my dog lives in the kitchen? And he doesn't go on furniture. He doesn't go on carpet. He doesn't, you know, he's outside. There's five acres. We play with him. We walk him. We dance with him. And he comes in this big, giant kitchen, and he's got his rug, and he's real happy there. Come come over here, big guy. Give me a hug. Come on. You seem a little uptight today. Maybe. He's tense today. Yeah. Me? Tight? I'm tense? You, you think you're I got right. a, um, I'm attitudinal? Is that what you're saying? The holiday is just around the corner. Almost Christmas. Aren't you feeling Santa-like? No, I'm feeling pressured to buy things. I, I feel pressure all around me. There's people trying to take my money away. I I don't like people much during the holidays. All they care about is money. That's all. They call me on the phone every day. They want my money. They, they want to give me things, and they want to talk to me, but really, they don't. They just want my money. That's all they want. So what'd you get us? Yeah. What's under the tree for me? Well, I, you know, I, I want it to be a surprise. I also want to be real far away when you open it. <laughs> well, if you want to call Alan Cable right now and talk to him, don't ask him for anything. Don't ask him for money or anything, but if you have troubles with your dog, 1-866-405-8405 or dog father Joey Villani, animal communicator Joey Turner or Dr. Debbie right now. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Children at a Swedish school were recently terrorized by a drunken elk. 
Yes, I said drunk. Officials said the elk might have gotten a little tipsy from eating fermented apples. The elk was thought to have been attracted to the apple trees near the school, and after sampling some, he started acting irrationally—not driving or anything, just wacky enough to scare the children. In other deer-related news, a Wisconsin woman's decorative ceramic lawn deer was attacked by the real thing. Leaving it headless, police reporting to the scene were able to identify the track marks from a real deer who obviously won the fight. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Hi, I'm Dan Aykroyd. Have the happiest of holidays. This is Heather Lockler wishing you all the merriest Christmas. Hey, this is Sean Hayes on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. On today's show, we're going to learn that on today's show. Holy moly! You're going to want to stick around for this. I just found out Joey Volani is going to tell us why we can't mix our L'Oreal shampoo with our head and shoulders conditioner. Apparently, you're not supposed to do that. That's all coming up today on Animal Radio. What does that have to do with the animals? I have no idea. You'll have to stick around for that. Uh, also on the show today, Dr. Russell Rosenberg, he's going to tell us don't sleep with our animals because they keep us up all night. Do you really need somebody to tell you that, I Al? knew that. I knew that already. You know, I didn't. Dr. Marty Becker will be joining us again with some holiday tips. We'll see what he's getting his animals for Xmas. Uh, let's see. We're just a little over a week away from Xmas. Uh, oh, I'm not supposed to. Christmas. I'm sorry about that. I got I got chastised for saying it. The Hanukkah season has now started too. So, welcome, um, Stacy. Please. Well, you know that Hobbit looks like an awesome movie, but a lot of animals died on the set. Twenty seven animals died on the Hobbit set. So Peter Jackson's in some pretty hot water with you can guess who. Peter, of course. Uh, I'll tell you more about that coming up on Animal Radio News. I can't wait. Let's hit the phones. Hey, Santa's in the house today. Here. Oh, wow. Is he really uh, a little bit of a drinker? That's what you I know, heard. Santa, he has to, to get through, you know, the I don't know how many hundred pets come through the doors on Santa's Day here. So he might imbibe. Does he look like the kind of guy that would castrate Rudolph? Just you know, he might, because after a long day of having dogs bite at his ankles and, and cats urinate on his lap, uh, Santa sometimes get a little bitter. Yeah, what a great job, huh? Don't you just want that job? Dr. Debbie, Dr. Debbie. And uh, which one are we going to? Four. Line four. And we have Bob on the phone. Hey, Bob, how are you doing? Good, good. What's going on in your world? uh, I've got a couple of chow chows, a male and a female. And uh, uh, when I feed the female dog, and then it's time to let her out, she'll like eat half of her food. I'll let her outside. She'll let me know she wants to come back in, and I'll open the door. She'll just sit there and look up at me, and I'll say, do you want to come in or not? She'll turn her back on me and put her back towards me. <laughs> what, what? And uh, my oh, wife, okay. the same thing. I'll go up there, and I says, what's wrong with the dog? She says, she's giving me the cold shoulder. Said, well, uh, Bob, have you... I'm glad you called. I'm so glad you called because chows are unique dogs. I'm sure Dr. Debbie's had an experience with chows, too, but they're not sure? like your... <laughs> Yeah, they're not like your German Shepherd or your Golden Retriever. They are very, they're, they're more like cats. 
and they're often misunderstood by people. The, the average training methods and motivational techniques don't work on chows. You know, you can't force them to do anything. And with a chow, it, it's it's yeah. all about respect. They're they're regal. They're beautiful. And uh, it, you know, you have to establish control from the beginning with a chow, and, and he has to respect you, and you have to earn his respect. And so your dog is, is very funny. A chow will do what a chow wants to do and uh, saves the affection for the people that he really cares about. But it's obvious that your chow, you, you probably haven't earned your dog's respect, and I'll tell you why. The dog is controlling you. Okay, so when your dog is sitting by the door, you're going over to open the door. And, and so the chow is getting a reaction out of you. The chow is controlling you. You're not in charge. You're not forcing the chow to kind of respect you by being in control. You're calm. I like that. So the next time the chow's sitting there by the door, just ignore that dog. Just ignore her. Don't even pay any attention to her. And when you want her to come in, you go to the door. Open the door. Don't talk to the dog because they don't understand you, and, and chows are not even going to pay attention to you. They'll walk away. You know, Just open the door and go, come. If the dog doesn't, then just close the door and walk away. And pretty soon the dog's going to realize and understand that, you know, when you say come, it means now. And if, and if she doesn't, it might be hours before you invite her in again. And it's kind of how you have to manipulate a chow. You have to be a very powerful personality, but not a forceful personality. You have to be confident, calm, and you have to just act the way you want the dog to. Whatever you want the dog to get from your behavior, you act that way. So you lead. With a chow, you lead. And, uh, you know, they're just, they're just unique. They're very unique. They're very unique dogs. Well, you hit the nail right on the head. That just, that describes her to a T. Uh, the male dog, uh, he's, we got him as a, a teenager, if you will, and, uh, we kind of had to establish the, uh, you know, who's the alpha on that one, and he, he picked it up right away. He was, uh, I, I didn't ever have to, uh, you know, he, I, they're all I've different. Never used you, an you know, at all in my life. But he was in, in general. How much in, in general, you're a oh, calm God. guy, but in, in general, chows are very strong-willed dogs. They need an equally strong-willed owner. They have minds of their own, yeah. and if you if you let them, they will become the master of you. So before anybody yeah. listening ever decides to go out and get a chow, give it some serious thought because you really have yeah. to be a powerful, calm personality. Well, that's her exactly. She's just trying to manipulate things. So, well, I, at least I've got a little insight of uh, what I perceive to be the cold shoulder. I just, like you said, I just shut the door and said, "All right, when you decide you want to come in, just from now on." See I'll now, take so, your so now turn that around. Call. Turn that. Turn that around, my friend. It's when you decide you want her to come in, okay? It's not what she decides. That's the only way you're going to earn a child's respect. It's kind of like, hey, come. Yeah. And if the dog doesn't listen by the second come, just shut the door and walk away. When the dog's sitting by the door, pay absolutely no attention. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much. You hit the, hit the nail right on the head on the personality there. That's 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 great. Thanks for your thank call, you. Bob. I appreciate it. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. That is toll free to the Dream Team. Animal communicator Joy Turner, dog father Joey Villani, dog trainer Alan Cable, and Doctor Debbie all here. I lived with a Chow. They're interesting dogs. You know, Alan, you're a carpenter for dogs' behavior. A carpenter? What is that? That's funny. What does that mean? Well, he, could, he said you hit the nail on the head, and you are the carpenter <laughs> to his dog's behavior. Oh, Chow's are, you know what? They are the anti-dog. They don't behave like other dogs. <laughs> they really so don't. True. And, uh, they're, you know, if, you, if you're the right personality, they're awesome dogs. 
We'll head back to the phones in just a second at one 405 8405 This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by TAG. Answer these questions honestly. Look at the radio and answer these questions. Is your dog an escape artist? No, maybe yes. not. Okay. okay, yours is probably. Does she exercise enough? Well, the TAG Pet Tracker lets you track your pet's location and activity from your phone or computer. And tracking both location and activity helps keep your pet safe and healthy. Head on over there at Great Christmas Present, tag.com, T-A-G-G dot com, today. You see that story about the New York cop? Mm. Oh, yeah, the shoes? Yeah, not the greatest story ever. What is that? Yeah. Oh, man, the cop saw a homeless guy sitting there, and the homeless guy was real cool and nice, and he was barefoot, so the cop went in the shoe store, bought him a pair of waterproof, sh- waterproof shoes and put them on his feet. You know, he didn't expect anything for it, but a woman just happened to be there with a camera, and she posted it on YouTube, and... It's like all over, though. He was on the Good Morning America yesterday, but he's just a really cool guy. I mean, I've never seen a New York cop uh, have that kind of empathy before. But then again, I'll bet you there are plenty that do. They just, you know, he didn't expect anything for it. And it just was, you know, it was just coincidence that he got uh, filmed doing that. But this homeless guy just lit up. It's a random act of kindness. Yeah, I love that. And then I saw another story of a Secret Santa guy walking around giving out $100 bills to people. I mean, there's. Ooh, where was he today? <laughs> I can't remember. He was in some store, and people were crying and breaking down and talking about their problems. And you know, one lady, her daughter's having surgery, and she didn't have enough money for a bus ticket to get there, and that's what she's going to use it for. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at animalradio.com. Log on, learn more. Hi, Joanne Worley on Animal Radio. Hello! And please spay and neuter your pets. As a matter of fact, spay and neuter your friends' pets also. Give it to them as a present. What a good idea. Is your dog getting enough exercise? It matters. Tag the Pet Tracker uses smart GPS tracking to help keep dogs from becoming lost. And now, Tag has activity tracking, a great way to track your pet's daily activity. In a recent survey conducted by Tag, 9 out of 10 vets agreed that a device that tracks and manages activity is beneficial. So keep your pet healthy and safe with the one device that helps you do both. Get Tag today. Go to TAGG.com. Service activation and internet or text-enabled cell phone service required. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors. Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beef Alicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Lickin' Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at Stella and Chewy's. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-S.com. This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing 
pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewy's Natural Goodness for Dogs. Made with raw USDA inspected meat. Raised naturally with no added hormones or antibiotics. Also cat food, too. Brand new cat food. It is the official food of Animal Radio's stunt dog, that of course being Ladybug. You can visit them at their website at StellaAndChewies.com. StellaAndChewies.com. Hey, Isaac, how you doing? Fine, fine, sir. What's going on in your world? Uh, I got a German Shepherd, uh, about a year and a half old. When I got him, he was about eight months old. And uh, he was in a senior citizen's backyard, kind of just dry rotting, literally. And she couldn't take care of him. And I'm in security, and he's going to be a police canine type dog being trained. So we're into that. And anyway, so I bought him a igloo. And uh, I can't get him to stay in it. It'd be raining outside, and he won't get in it. Why, why do you want him in there? I'm just curious. Why do you care? I'm just curious. Uh, I just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm an animal lover. I just thought that being out in the rain... For me, it would bother me, so I kind of, whatever happens to him, happens you're, to me. But you're not, you're not a dog. You're, you're you. You're not a dog. You're, you're you. Says, but go ahead. You're, you're you. I mean, I, you know, how long have you had the said igloo? How long have you had this igloo? About, no, I bought it before he got, before he came to live with me. I bought, I bought it the same time he came. So, I've had, so he's, he's eight months. I've had him for, since he was, and now he's a year and a half. So you, could do All right, so, it's, so, it's, so you made a, a short answer, uh, 20, 20, uh, 20 minutes. It's, it's just uh, you've had it for eight months, the igloo, right? Right. right. All right. So, so you want him to go in there when it rains, but he doesn't want to go in there. Does he go in there when it doesn't rain? No, not at all. Zero. And I put no, he doesn't like it. Air, I put water. He'll go in there and eat the food in the water and then come back out. Well, so what's wrong with that? He, he wants to come back out. What do you, what's, what's the problem? Well, he, I don't know. The other day, he was, it was raining so hard. And his yeah. ears were kind of cropped back, and he looked so miserable out there. He just yeah, now what is a, okay? Wait a minute. What does a miserable dog look like? Uh, what is you know how dogs look submissive? You know when they put let their ears drop back. His head that's was not, down. Like he was you know you know why he you know why he looks he looks like that because you know he he probably wants to come in and hang out with you, and he and he's looking like that because he's realized that that gets some sort of a it gets a a reaction out of you. You know when he it looks does. like that, you pro- yeah. <laughs> So you go out there and you talk to oh the poor dog you're doing all that so he probably just wants to come inside and be with you you know be with his pack and you're making him be outside so the fact that he doesn't want to go in the igloo well you know you could get a a, a little a fence and stick it on there and lock him in there but you really shouldn't care I mean it, it doesn't okay, really right. matter it doesn't okay. matter he's not I mean you can't control everything a dog does a dog has to do what a dog wants to do you know what I'm saying right. as long as yeah. he's not being destructive or he's not causing a problem why would nope. you care yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. well, I just, it just, it, it, to me, 
it just didn't look natural for him to be out in the rain. You know, like I that. remember. You know, I remember. You're the kooky guy who called, and you were asking me if it was n- not that you're kooky. I'm not saying you're kooky, oh, but I I'm like kooky. That's so, cool. That's all yeah, right. That's yeah. Cool. I like but that. I, re- I remember you. You, you were worried about your dog sniffing around. You're like, is that normal? Oh, is it yeah, normal for? Very good. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You, yeah. I think you spend too much time watching your dog, and 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 you're making yeah, your right, dog. Right. Yeah, imagine being married to a guy that every time you did something, he went, uh, well, why are you doing that? Why, why, why are you going to the bathroom? Why, why are you taking a drink of water? Why, why are you getting something out of the refrigerator? Uh, how come you're sitting in, in that spot on the couch? Why don't you sit over here? You yeah. know, that would make you, that would make you a nervous wreck. Gotcha. Yes. So your dog's a, your dog's probably a nervous wreck. You just gotta let your dog do what he wants. Relax. Just relax, buddy. Relax. Well, you know, I've learned that from you guys because we, we go out on patrol together. And I do. I take him off leash. There's nobody around, and we we go through this apartment complex or uh, this trailer park. We walk, and he sniffs. And because I learned that from you, let him sniff. So I do. He sniffs everything, and I said, you know, the radio guy on the radio show told me to let you sniff. So I'm gonna just let you sniff until you overdose out here. But he, we, you know, we move around. We go on patrol, but. Oh, he's here sniffing out of a gun. But yep. because of what you yep. told me, and I pay attention, I don't complain. Well, you just got to relax. You're a very, very uh, nervous guy. You're, you just got to relax. I'm a very hyper individual. You're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, stay yeah. away from coffee. None, none of the seven bucks Starbucks for you. No seven dollar coffee. Uh, I can't afford it anyway. But, that's, but, that's, but I'm, my coffee costs twenty five cents. You know it's rough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know, why I pay for it. You know it's tough. You stand a fork that, up at it. So. That's a hard one, though, Alan. I mean, because I'm sitting here thinking about it, and I think I, I, I mean, listen, I'm not your trainer, so I'm going to listen to what you, what you have to say, but that's a hard one when your dog's out there in the rain and his okay. ears are back and he's looking sad just to, you know, to, well, to, to, to why, close why don't you bring the, him in? Why doesn't, he, why doesn't he bring him in the house, then, if he's so uh, sad? What, how do I know why? That. It's his no, dog. And my wife is well, not having that, okay? That's out. That's not even, that's not even up for discussion, all right? Well, what about the garage? Oh, he would destroy everything in that garage. He's well, a, you got a lot. You know what? I don't care what. I'm, he ate up every water hole in the backyard. He's no, eating everything a, in the backyard. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's a problem. You're not doing a good job training your dog. You know what? I'm going to have to deal with you on email. You need intense dog therapy. That's hey, what you I, I need. I do. I do. I need, yeah. I need some psychological help with dogs. Yes, I do. You, but I got a book some... about different dogs. Like I talked to you last time. You said, hey, you need to start reading about different dogs. You need to learn how to under. Mm-hmm. What you say? Understand dog communication is something to that effect. And I said, that's right. Absolutely that's right. right. So I have been taking notes from you guys. I do listen to what you say, okay? Well, if your dog would chew up everything, if you can't trust your dog alone in the garage, you got an adult dog, then you, you haven't done, you know, the proper dog training procedures. You haven't taken right. steps to teach your dog what is good behavior and bad behavior, what is acceptable, what is not. You haven't given them any structure or boundaries, and they need that to be happy and calm. And it's right. very important to have a calm dog. You have to have a dog that has rules and understands them. And you say that all the time. I hear that. You have to. And I'm, I'm teaching him along the way. He, sometimes he's a slow learner or... And everybody tells me they, they, they call it the teenager let, stage. Let me ask you. Know? you let me ask you a question. Where, where's your wife? But where is that poor woman? Where's she at? Oh, I want to talk to her. I'm, I'm doing one thing and she's doing another. She's out and about today. Yes. Is, but, is she but, allowed but in the no, house? Huh? <laughs> is she allowed in the house? Oh, <laughs> absolutely. So but I'm, but the dog, she told me that she said if the dog got to come in, we both got to go. <laughs> well, good thing you got the igloo. I'm gonna put my uh, cable TV out there and I'll use it if he doesn't. <laughs> oh, oh man, you're so funny, buddy. You're really funny. <laughs> but yeah, but I, but 
it's like you said, I'm, a, I'm one of those, uh, I'm 63 years old and I act like I'm 19. Wow. Well, you know, you, so that, that, that's just me, you know. You're a great guy. You just got to relax and mellow out, learn how your dog communicates, watch your dog. Your dog can be a great partner, great friend, somebody fantastic for you to hang out with. You just got to stop talking. That's all you got to do. You, you're a talker. You're a nervous guy. Dogs right. don't know. They don't understand English. If you hang out with your dog in silence and just move the way you want him to move and lead the way you want him to behave, he'll he'll follow you. And okay. just be calm. Learn learn to calm yourself down. Take a couple breaths before you introduce yourself to your dog, before you go right. spend time with him. Take a couple of deep, calming breaths. Hit yourself in the head with a five-pound sledge. Go out there and make magic, my man. You can do it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, you know, like I said, I, when I, sometimes he'd get on my last nerve, as the old people used to say, and I would say, okay, what does the guys on the radio show say? They say, calm down. Take Walk it away. easy. He's just Walk a dog. Away. He's being a dog. So let yes. him be a dog. Yes. You can't let him be destructive, but you you just yes. got to pay no attention. When he's doing what you don't like, you don't give him any attention at all. Right. And I, I listen to that. That's for sure. No, I don't pat him on his back or from on his head or his back or whatever to be bad when he's bad. Well, see, buddy, that's why, that's, that's why he doesn't go in the because he knows you're going to react when he comes out. You're going to come outside and talk to him. Oh, poor dog. Go back in the igloo. It's raining. <laughs> you poor dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, does a dog get claustrophobia? I, I also threw that on there. I just throw it out. Do they, do they understand that? That message? Dogs, Sometimes to be honest with you. Sometimes he rides in a patrol car with me. And, and I'll crack the window and see if like he wants to wants it down a little bit lower because he doesn't. I don't know. Do they get a little bit claustrophobic? I don't know. I'm just throwing it no, out. They, to be honest, most of them like small enclosed spaces. They like that. It reminds them of the den, or, or their, you know, when they were born, their mothers got them in the little den in the little uh, secure corner. They like closed spaces most of the okay. time. But you know, some dogs when they're young, they get motion sickness, and they, it takes them a while to get used to car rides. Right. No, he doesn't. He just he seems like he wants to. When I kind of tighten the windows up a little bit and turn on the air conditioning, he doesn't. He doesn't appear to be comfortable with that because he moves in behind my head or he'll get down. You on watch the everything he does. You know what? You are you are just a a meticulous observer, uh, and that's good. The problem is your 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 interpretation of the information you're assimilating is is what's wrong here. That's what's ah. wrong. Okay. So yeah. what is he trying to tell me when he gets behind me or like he's trying to duck down on the floor like he's hiding with something? Uh, maybe he's scared, or maybe he's a nervous wreck because you're a nervous wreck, and he thinks he's supposed to be a nervous <laughs> wreck. Isaac, I want to thank you for calling. I'm going to send you to dinner over at Hometown Buffet. Hang tight for one second, okay? All right, okay. That's what I'm talking about. I'm, a, I'm in a holiday mood today. That's... I appreciate that, my brother. I truly appreciate that. Okay, hold on for one second there. Judy, I'm still feeling holiday-ish. Can I give out one of these frolicad bundles? Okay, here it is, 1-866-405-8405 to pick up on the Frolicad bundle, which includes the Bolt, which is that interactive laser toy we play with in the studios, as well as the Frolicad Twitch and the Frolicad Dart. You can get these at frolicad.com. They make a great gift for your, your well, anybody. I was going to say your your cats or your dogs, but uh, we're pretty entertained in the studio with them, too. Frolicat.com. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring Animal Radio. That guy's a lunatic. He loves you. He's a crazy man. I couldn't live with that guy. Now, well, it's, now, was, I didn't get this, but was he a police officer? It's scary that he says that that dog's a patrol dog, because <laughs> that's the furthest thing from what that dog is. <laughs> wow. It's the farthest thing. You'd have to live with him to help him.
What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Help prevent pests on your pet with monthly topical flea or tick treatments. Advantage 2 for cats or dogs kills through contact, so fleas don't have to bite to die. Canine Advantix 2, which is for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, and mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantix 2 kill all flea life stages, including eggs and larvae. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantix 2 are recommended by veterinarians and are available at animal hospitals and pet specialty retailers. This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by the Scoop-Free Self-Cleaning Litter Box. Never see, touch, or smell messy waste again. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, I can't wait to see this movie, The Hobbit. I think it's going to be awesome. And Peter Jackson's adaptation of J.R.R. Tolkien's uh, Hobbit has to be good. He's just so creative. But he has a little bit of problem. He's being accused of 27 animals um, having died due to mistreatment during production. Now, extraordinary measures were taken to make sure that animals were not used during action sequences, he said, or any other sequence that might create undue stress for animals involved. He said uh, that more than half the shots of animals in the film, they were computer generated. Animal wranglers who worked on the film, they admit that none were harmed during filming, but they claim the production company is responsible for the deaths of horses, goats, chicken, and sheep that were kept at a nearby farm. The wranglers are backed by guess who? the People for Ethical Treatment of Animals, PETA. They're threatening to demonstrate at every single premiere, and uh, they want a full disclosure of what happened with every animal in every scene. A pioneering treatment for spinal injuries has helped a paralyzed dog walk again, all due to nose hair. Jasper injured his spine in 2008, wasn't able to move his hind legs, and then scientists at the University of Cambridge took cells from Jasper's nose then injected them into his damaged spinal cord. Well, guess what? He started walking with a harness and was eventually able to walk on his own. The cells that they used when they're in the nose, they usually help nerve fibers to grow from the nose into the brain. And that's their normal function in the nose. The idea is when you transfer them into a spinal cord or anywhere else in the nervous system, they 
they might also help some new nerve fibers grow from one place to another. The study's been good. It's helped some other dogs with spinal injuries regain uh, limited use of their legs. Researchers do say, though, however, the procedure would not likely benefit humans that had spinal injuries. Well, some Girl Scouts uh, were hanging around a pet cemetery and decided, hey, this is a good project. Let's clean it up. <laughs> well, I don't know what were they were doing at a pet cemetery. But anyway, there was a gravestone. It was a little heart-shaped. It had an inscription and a memorial to a dearly departed pet named Chicky. You'll always be my love, read the gray slated embedded in the earth. I hope someday we will be together again. Well, until last month, Chickie's gravestone and about a thousand like it were buried under dirt and grass behind the Connecticut Humane Society's headquarters. Well, that's when Girl Scout Troop 10487 launched a community service project to unearth the memorials and clean up the pet cemetery. It's a lot of hard work, said troop leader Robin Kamansky. The girls really deserve credit for it. The troop came upon the old pet cemetery while they were looking for a silver project. That's a task that requires at least 50 hours of community service that Girl Scouts have to complete to become senior scouts. Well, the troop was exploring a walking trail behind the Humane Society when they realized there were hundreds of pet gravestones buried on the grounds. You could feel the stones under your feet. Some you could actually see partially. The troop approached the Humane Society about a project and quickly settled on the scouts uncovering the graves and fixing up the cemetery. You know, it's nice. You can go visit them and you can see your gravestone where the your pet might be. Good for them. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more Animal Breaking News at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by the Scoop-Free Self-Cleaning Litter Box. Just replace a disposable litter tray once every few weeks and never handle messy waste again. Learn more at ScoopFree.com. Do you enjoy cleaning your cat's litter box? (laughs) I didn't think so. Scoop-Free is the litter box that cleans itself so you don't have to. Scoop Free automatically rakes waste away, but unlike other systems, you can leave Scoop Free alone for weeks at a time without handling waste or refilling litter. All you do is replace a disposable litter tray, and you'll never see, smell, or touch messy waste again. Learn more about the number one rated automatic litter box at ScoopFree.com. Is your dog getting enough exercise? It matters. Tag the Pet Tracker uses smart GPS tracking to help keep dogs from becoming lost. And now Tag has activity tracking, a great way to track your pet's daily activity. In a recent survey conducted by Tag, 9 out of 10 vets agreed that a device that tracks and manages activity is beneficial. So keep your pet healthy and safe with the one device that helps you do both. Get Tag today. Go to tagg.com. Service activation and internet or text-enabled cell phone service required. Stay tuned for a million-dollar dream body announcement. Do you want to lose weight? How about toning and sculpting your entire body in just six to eight minutes a day? You've seen it on TV with Chuck Norris and Christy Brinkley. They love the Total Gym. Well, we're out to prove once and for all that the Total Gym melts off the pounds better than anything else on the market in just six to eight minutes a day. So if you want to try it, give us a call because we're going to let up to a million people from across the nation try the Total Gym for just $1. If you call right now, 1-800-335-2589. That's right. The first callers right now from this station get to try the famous Total Gym for 30 days for just $1. The Total Gym will have you in the best shape of your life in just six to eight minutes a day. Whether you want to firm and slenderize or build and sculpt your body, the Total Gym is the one machine that does it all. The first 50 callers from this station right now can try Total Gym for just $1 and shipping is free. Call now. 1-800-335-2589. That's 1-800-335-2589. 1-800-335-2589. 
moments away from the good doctor, Dr. Russell Rosenberg. He works at the, uh, I keep getting this messed up, it's the Sleep Foundation, and he's going to tell us sleeping with our dogs, a no-no, and sleeping with our cats and fish, a no-no. I don't think you should be sleeping with your fish, I'll tell you that right now. No, not a good idea. I'm still going to sleep with my animals tonight. Dr. Debbie, I'm sure you sleep with yours. Well, I don't actually. My dogs don't sleep with me. They they have their own little beds they sleep in. And you know, after I saw, I saw, you know, after I moved my bed and I saw all the pet hair underneath it, it kind of made me sneezy and coffee. So so now I like to sleep with my nose not congested, and and they love their beds. Wow, I didn't realize. See, us girls got it together. We don't sleep with our animals. (laughs) Me and Joey are the only ones that sleep with our animals. I don't. That's interesting to know. Uh, let's, uh, Joey can get his animal to sleep with him. Let's <laughs> not do that. Uh, we have Dr. Watch Marty yourself. Becker back on the show. Hey, Doc, how are you doing? Hey, my friend. I tell you what, we, I'm on, I'm in the let the pet sleep in bed category. You do, you do. <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact, once I was on GMA right after the Mayo Clinic Sleep Disorder Unit reported that pets were the number one reason people have got a poor night's sleep, and uh-huh. Dr. Timothy Johnson, who was the medical correspondent for ABC News for many years, and he did a field report, and it showed him sitting on the edge of the bed, and he pointed where the dog slept in bed, and Charlie Gibson, who was on at the time, says, well, you know, now I know why you're always in chronic sleep deprivation, because you're sleeping with your pets, and he goes, why don't you just kick him out of bed, and Timothy Johnson looked right at him and pointed his finger and said, I'm not willing to do that, so I guess he looked at all the other health benefits from close physical contact and decided uh, a little worse night's sleep wasn't all that bad. Yeah, yeah, you know, Alan Alan's telling me that I'm not the alpha if I keep the dog in the bed, and this doctor is telling me that if the animal's in bed with me, that either I could get a disease from them or I'll lose sleep from it. Everybody's telling me, but my animals will still be in bed with me. Well, let me tell you one one further one before we go on. I was just talking to... Uh the study comes up about people that let their pets kiss them on the mouth that they share porphyromus uh, bacteria, which is the main cause of periodontal disease. Don't knock until you try it. And I just talked to, uh, uh, oh, God, and I blanked out on the new medical correspondent for Dr. Richard Besser. There we mm-hmm. go. He was the head of uh, NIH and Institute of Health for years. And I asked him about it, and he goes, well, what do you think about the study? And I goes, well, I'm still going to let my pets uh, give me a kiss. And he goes, so am I. And I said, Guess I just brush my teeth more often, but uh, so there's two guys. The former one let a pet sleep in bed, and the other one let his pets kiss him on the mouth. So I'm not too worried. Oh boy! I just gargle with some Listerine. It kills everything. <laughs> well, I want to dispel the theory right off the bat that our uh, saliva is not cleaner than our dogs. A lot of no, isn't there like no. a myth? That's a myth. Yeah, in fact, I did a 2020 show one time on that. What it is is dogs mouth is like a rasp and like dr debbie knows when you debride a wound you get rid of the old you know the the tissue that doesn't have an oxygen supply or is dead and so their tongue just is raspy and it rubs that stuff all off plus it stimulates circulation so that's why it looks so nice and pink and clean but you know all you got to do is see that dog uh, come out of the corral with a green grin or excavate a petrified gopher or <laughs> get a little kitty roca to know it's not cleaner than a human's mouth <laughs> Oh, so don't be swapping spit with your dog there. Hey, that's not why I got you on the phone. I wanted to talk to you about getting holiday gifts. I'm still looking for a couple of holiday gifts for a couple of the cats that I have. And I know Judy's looking for a couple of her dogs and dog friends. What what kind of ideas do you have and what should we be looking for this year? First of all, if you look at toys, toys aren't age-appropriate. Like with my little three-year-old granddaughter, we buy a toy not appropriate for children under the age of five. We don't buy it. But for pets, it's size-appropriate. So if you think of like the standard Kong toy, 
looks like the Michelin Man or little children's concentric rings. The size you get for Chihuahua is not appropriate for a Labrador Retriever because it's too easy to swallow. Mm. And we see a lot of uh, loss of intestinal obstructions from toys that are just too small. So make sure you get something that's easy enough for them to carry around. You know, you don't want to give a, a Chihuahua a Great Dane-sized Black Kong. Uh, they can carry it around, but not too easy to swallow. And then when you're giving them treats, you know, everybody gives their pets treats. I do, Dr. Debbie does, everybody does. Uh, but you want to make sure that it's, you know, no, no more than 10% of their total caloric intake. And, yes, you can give little lean pieces of turkey. I did. Yes, you can give little pieces of ham. I did. I will. But I'll tell you what not to do. Don't give them the fatty scraps. The, the juices off the turkey, the, all that leftover skin, all that fat. And you're, if you give it to them and pour it over their kibble or put it in the plate, it's going to be the best 15 seconds of their life as they eat that. <laughs> but what's going to happen a few hours later, it's up on your hands and knees cleaning up a mess from a digestive upset. And worse, you're going to get a condition called pancreatitis where the abdomen literally digests itself. It's extremely painful, can cause blindness, can cause death, expensive to treat. And we see dozens of them every time, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's oh. Eve, New Year's Day. So don't do that. And instead, get them something that looks like a food treat. Like I saw some things at Petco that are made by Merrick's, and it looked like a, a Hickory Farms gift basket, you know. It had the same kind of human look, but it was all products that were, were good for pets. And then one other thing, too, and I'll shut up here for a second. Poinsettias are not a risk. Mistletoe is not a risk. What about chocolate? Well, I'll come back in a second. Uh, okay. Lilies are lethal. Be very, very careful of lilies. Cats and some dogs love the taste and texture of the leaves and the flowers, and it doesn't take very much to cause really serious problems. So if, if you've got a cat around, don't get a lily. And as far as chocolate, it's, it's of not that dangerous. It takes three ounces per 10 pounds of body weight of milk chocolate, which is about an average size candy bar you would buy. And, you know, if you drop a little piece of chocolate on the floor, unless it's baker's chocolate or really dark chocolate, it's not going to do anything except maybe a little digestive upset. But on the same token, uh, a 20 pound dog, five raisins or five grapes can cause kidney failure. Wow. So that, that fruit cake, that raisin bread, um, also those macadamia nuts, somebody went over to Hawaii and brought them back. They cause rear leg paralysis. So be careful of cookies that have raisins and macadamia nuts or even just having them out on the counter or a dish where some uh, pet could get into them. Okay, all good. What are you getting your animals this year? What did you get them? Well, we get uh, we all go, always give them toys and treats is what we typically give them. So we got them some new clothes. You know, they all have Christmas stockings. I don't know if your pets do, but it's crazy how it's gone. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, grandkids, dogs, cats, all got Christmas stockings. And well, thank you, Doc, for visiting with us. I appreciate it. It's been it's been a while. Well, so- you're you're welcome. You know, if they want more information, they go to petco.com/slash/holidays. And I have to give you a shout out. I love your guys' newsletter. I, I literally every time when I get it each month, that's why I just open it right up. I don't I don't put it in unread or anything. You guys do a really nice job on your newsletter. Oh well, thank you very much. We appreciate <laughs> that. Good words from Dr. Marty Becker joining us, and we'll speak to you again very soon. I hope. Thank you, friends. Well, you're fun, Dr. Becker. I like you. <laughs> He's gone. He's gone. He hung up on you. (laughs) He's history. (laughs) This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Tag Pet Tracker. If your dog's an escape artist or does he, uh, perhaps they don't exercise enough. The Tag Pet Tracker lets you track your pet's location and activity from your phone or your computer. And tracking both location and activity helps keep your pet safe and healthy. Go to tag.com today. That's T-A-G-G dot com. 
Hi, this is Carrie Annie Nava from Dance with the Stars. Don't forget to stay new to your animals, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets. Everybody's got their something. And Roy wrote in, he's got his something. He's driving across America on a bike. Driving, yeah. On a bike. Yeah, riding a bike. He wouldn't be driving a bike. No. He's doing it all in the name of Parkinson's disease, of course. If you've been listening over the last few weeks, we told you that Roy has Parkinson's disease. He has had surgery, brain surgery, and he decided after his surgery, along with his wife, Lynn, to take a bike ride, which is exactly what I would have done, right? Not just any kind of bike ride. 4,000 miles from Washington to Florida. 4,500 miles, yeah. yeah. Raising money for uh, Parkinson's disease research, as well as bringing awareness to them. And we check in with them weekly. Roy, are you there? Yes, sir. Where are you this week? We uh, just hit San Francisco. We're uh, going through the outskirts of San Francisco today, well, at least Lynn is. Oh, very good. So you're kind of into the crowded city now. How do you deal with all that traffic? It's different. It's different. You know what? We love it up here. The people up here are just amazing, and uh, we're having a fantastic time. Now, you, uh, yes, sir. well, I was going to say, you're toting Samantha or Oliver. Who do you have? Well, today, neither, simply because there's not enough shoulder on the road. Not enough shoulder uh-huh. on the road. Yeah, uh-huh. Usually, it's um, usually it's I have Oliver. She has Samantha. But so, today, uh, not today. Now, what kind of dogs are they again? Uh, Oliver is an English Springer Spaniel, and he's a little over three years old. And uh, Sam is a Labradoodle. Okay. Samantha. How are they enjoying the trip so far? They are getting so spoiled. Yeah, they are. They are jumping up on rocks. They're like mountain goats before. We, we were staying up in uh, Westport. How many miles have they gone so far? Well, let me see. We left Florida, so that's 4,500 there. And, yeah. uh, I mean on the bikes. Probably done another 1,000 or so. so we've, been, we've been averaging about 50 miles a day. It's a long way. I know that. I'm trying to envision getting my dogs to sit in like a sidecar or anything for that duration because they'd be like... Bird, squirrel. They've been traveling fantastic. Oliver is fantastic in, in the carriage. Now, uh, you know, he sits down, you can see him, through, uh, and, and he's very relaxed. Samantha, on the other hand, is just like she is in the car. She likes to stick her head out the window, and uh, oh, what's this? What's this? And uh, everything's been good. Now, here, there's, uh, we, we find that there's, uh, they've gotten some ticks, and I'm not sure uh, exactly oh. how aware, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, Lynn was saying your big deer ticks. Well, you can you definitely want to remove them manually and then make sure we're on a good topical spot-on product. Um, something like Advantix 2 would be really a wise thing to be using every 30 days. Now, those um, are one of those that. bugs, though, that you got to be careful pulling out either those head, their heads stay in there or what You do. You have to grasp them right where they attach at the skins, and you don't want to explode them and, and kind of get all that blood to go back in the body. You want to extract them carefully. But, uh, yeah, we can have Joey take a look and see what we can do here. That sounds like a good plan. Roy, if people want to learn more about what you're doing, there's a website. What is that? It's uh, www.pdchallenge. It's www.p, as in Parkinson's, D like disease, challenge.com. Wow, and they can sponsor you, too, which is really the important. They can sponsor us as well, right? pdchallenge.com. pdchallenge.com. We'll put the link up at Animal Radio if you're driving along right now. We'll check in with you next week. Thank you, sir. There you go. Roy Roden. Wow, he's uh, taken on quite a task there. My butt would hurt. 
Hi, this is Doug Gray of the Marshall Tucker Band. And forever, you'll always be listening to Animal Radio. Keep loving those pets. Hi, everybody. This is Frankie Avalon, and I love Animal Radio. Keep listening. Animal Radio is brought to you by... Help prevent pests on your pet with monthly topical flea or tick treatments. Advantage 2 for cats or dogs. Kills through contact, so fleas don't have to bite to die. Canine Advantix 2, which is for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, and mosquitoes. Repels biting flies and kills lice. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets. Got the dim lights in the studio, the Christmas lights. Very festive in here. Did you do that, Judy? Who's, who's responsible for that? I did. Thank you Good so job. much. And I got the little pine candles burning. It smells like is that what that is? You know, I love that smell. Isn't that I was great? wondering. Yeah, yeah. That was, that's the, yeah, that smells great. Let's see. Let's go to the phones. And we go to Ronnie. Hey, Ronnie, how are you doing? I'm doing great. You? Good. What's up? I'm wondering if... Um, if me clipping my bird's wings, my son Conyer, uh, would that jeopardize our relationship uh, if I did it myself? Well, Ronnie, um, let me ask you a quick question. Did you ever clip wings before? I mean, do you know how to do no, it? No, I haven't. Not at this time. I was uh, just considering, you know, learning the well, skill. It's it's not it's it's not hard. The first thing is, it, can you handle your bird? Does your bird bite if you handle her? If in 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 more in more of a rough manner than than just petting her. He doesn't like to be touched. Um, I insist on it okay. once, once in a while. I don't know whether that's the right thing to do or not, but I insist on it once in a while. But he do, he would rather just be looked at and maybe uh, sit on my finger or, or uh, you know on my shoulder or something like that and not be touched. Well, the, the first thing and the most important thing is, is just if you're going to do this, just get a a, a, a good towel or a good handler's glove that they're not going to, because I'm sure you know bird bites do hurt. Um, is it going to affect your relationship? You know what? It's like this. It's like it's like my I go back to my childhood. My mom used to give us a good old, every now and then, whipping with a wooden spoon when we were <laughs> bad, okay? At the end of the day, we still loved her, okay? I mean, we respected her, but no, it's, it's, it's not going to. It's it's really not. They um they basically say that most birds have the mind of a three-year-old child. I cut my bird's wings all the time. I mean, she's used to it. She lets me do it, um, and, and I never have any, any problems at all with it. The only thing, though, you know, what your bird may may um, reject after a while, if, if you, there's certain scissors that you use, once they get to know that these are the scissors that you're going to be using to clip her wings, um, you know, she may, she may put up a little bit of a fuss at that point in time, but when it's done, it's done. The most important thing is, is that I would say, because I can explain it to you over the air, but it's really, it's more of a visual thing. Get yourself a good, a good book or go online and, 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 and get a good visual of how to clip the wings. It's not real hard, but you gotta watch the blood feathers. And you have to make sure that you don't take off too much. And without seeing wow. your bird, I really can't tell you because your bird has to have the proper balance still. What you don't want to do is cut it too much that they can't fly a little bit. They need to be able to fly a little bit. So if they fall off something high, they're not gonna damage anything or break anything. I, I, but um, no, I, I wouldn't worry about the relationship. I got a question here because I'm the I'm the 
lead idiot here. Why why do you clip a bird's wings? What is, what is that about? Well, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, and I and I'm gonna I'm actually I'm gonna go to a story here, so it, so you have to listen. Okay. Um, after having my bird for thirty plus <laughs> years, okay, and stop clipping her wings because you know what? She would go on my shoulders. She would um run outside. She would run back in. Um, the day before we were flying to Super Zoo. My bird decided that she's going to fly out the door and go in, and, and go up in in, in the um, a sixty foot tree. Wow! And and go hang out up top. So that's why you do it. We got her out. I mean, we coerced it down, but you do it because you know what? They're birds, and eventually they're going to want to you know fly. So you know, it's to keep them from flying away. More, yes, exactly. So I'm keeping them flying away and hurting themselves, too. The last thing you want to do, if you let your bird out, you don't want your bird flying around the house because they're going to hit into windows, they're going to hit into furniture, and they're only going to get hurt. But what you don't want to do is you don't want to make them so unmobile that they can't at least get out of danger. So okay. if they are falling, you want to be able to, that they can flap their wings and at least have a gentle landing, not like it's, you know, crash, bang, broken breastbone. How do you tell which one are blood wings? What do you call it? Blood feathers? Blood, yeah. What you'll do is if you hold, if you hold the bird's wings out, and what you'll do is you'll look on the casing of the, of, of, of the feather itself. Now that's that, that, um, it almost looks like a, like a plastic tube that runs down the middle of, of the feather where everything branches off of. If it's clear, that means it's the the blood feather has receded because all feathers are blood feathers, um, all main feathers are huh. until and, until they mature. Wow. When they mature, what happens is it recedes. It'll be clear. If it's red, that means there's actually blood inside of that. It's almost like a quick on a nail, and it's a pain in the neck when you cut it because you actually got to now pull it out of the wing itself, and then you got to apply some type of you know septic. And with a bird, you know, it's it's um, a little bit difficult. <sighs> Birds are so complex yeah they, they, they <laughs> definitely they definitely can be but we i love them i was wondering if i might be able to ask uh, one other question treats do you have any suggestion for treats mine doesn't seem to like anything but it's just re- but it's regular food um are, are, are you feeding are, are you feeding um fruits and vegetables or even uh, neutral berries no just the uh you know uh, food from the pet store but um and i can't tell you the brand but you know it's supposed to be you know the, the top brand there at uh at pitco anyway well, I'll tell you what. Unfortunately, seed isn't the greatest thing. I mean, don't forget with birds. And I got a, a, a big lesson um, in, in birds from, from a veterinarian, so especially on nutrition. And with birds, the big thing is this. They were fruit eaters and they were vegetation eaters. And what we did is we've taken them and we've domesticated them and we made them seed eaters. Now, the problem with that in most cases is, is they don't get all the nutrition that they should. So... If your bird is just eating seed, you definitely want to see if you can get them on some fruits and vegetables. If the bird doesn't want to eat it, because some birds become addicted almost. They're seed addicts. That's all they want. I have one of those birds. My bird just loves to eat seeds and pizza and everything they're not supposed to eat. So what you want to do is try berries or try some vitamins. But the vitamins in the water, sometimes they don't like the taste. They won't drink the water. Birds are finicky. And, and I would just mess around a little bit. So fruits and vegetables are the easiest fix if they don't eat that then i would try nutrient berries or vitamins it's something that you know that really is balanced out so you have a healthy bird for a long time thank you thank you ronnie oh, you're welcome we appreciate Bye. your call at one 405 8405 that is toll free to our zoo crew consists of animal communicator joey turner dog father joey volani dog trainer alan cable and dr gabby
You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hey, this is Paula Poundstone. Wait, I forget where I am. Animal Radio. Animal Radio. I love that. Oh, hey, this is Paula Poundstone on Animal Radio. Spay and neuter your pets or we're going to be eating alive. money this year for Christmas gifts. So I'm putting together, I'm making things. Your mom says, remember she used to say that? Yes. Make something, make it's a card. It's the thought, it's the thought. Yes. So I'm making little first aid kits for all my pet friends, Ooh, all the friends that uh, have animals. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yes. And what's good is you can buy this stuff at quantity and then put them into little kits and then you have dozens of little uh, gifts to give away and it's a gift that could, you know, maybe save their pet's life. Make a big difference. Comes. So I'm putting some gauze in here, and I got uh, some scissors. What else should I be putting in here, Doc? A little scissors. Yeah, gauze. you ought to have definitely some styptic powder for you know that unexpected broken toenail, yep. bandaging material. Now here's what I'm putting in these little containers of vetris, and these little they look like uh, I don't know they're they're cute. They fit in the kit, and of course, if you're a regular listener of Animal Radio, you know how we feel about vetrisin. It's something that you know if they get a little cut. Mm-hmm. Or if they have an abscess, or let's say they had surgery. Right, that's what I used it for on my dog. Uh, what are those rashes? Uh, hot what spots. Are, hot spots. And I'm happy to welcome back Troy Simmons, the Director of Business Development over at Vetrison. Hi, Troy. How are you doing? Hi, thanks for having me on. So what do you think about this gift? Pretty cool idea, huh? I think it's a great idea. Um, you know, you just never know when something's going to happen. It's better to be prepared. You know what amazes me about Vetrison? I was taught as a kid, if you hurt yourself, you need to spray something on yourself that's going to hurt and sting. Or it's not working. Or it's not working. Right. <laughs> How does it work if it doesn't sting or anything like that? You know, that's what's really interesting is what, what Vetrison is, we've been able to mimic or, or replicate the chemical compounds that your white blood cells release when they fight infection. And so, you know, when you think about it, if you cut yourself or scrape yourself and and wash it out and and let it heal on its own, your body doesn't bubble or foam or fizz or sting from the inside out, you know, but yet we've conditioned ourselves to think that we have to put methylate or something on it. If it's, if you don't feel something, then something's not happening, but that's not how the body works. And so that's what we're, uh, you know, that's what we're aiming towards. You know, I get a lot of questions about people that have puppies and kittens because a lot of products they come across, they, they can't be used on the younger pet, and they don't know what to do. Yeah, because they'll lick the wounds. After oh, it's harmful to them, I guess, yeah. because of their age. Vetrisin, you can it's as safe as water, safe as saline. Anywhere you could put saline, you can use vetrisin. So it's, it's safe around the eyes. Oh, absolutely, yes. You know, last week I had an interesting patient that had a bite wound from a housemate dog and, and got all infected and ended up with a resistant infection. And, you know, you got to wonder, had some of the home care included use of a product like Vetrisin from the yes. beginning, would we have ended up with two weeks of antibiotics and a nasty, unhealing wound? And um, I, I think that's one of the applications that I would love to see people using at home before we get to that horrible spot. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. And the nice thing about Vetrisin is that it doesn't promote resistance because it doesn't work like an antibiotic does. Um, it, it actually, you know, it'll attack the outer cell wall and literally um, explode the bacteria. So there's nothing left to mutate into uh, a resistant bacteria form. Mm. 
lot of dogs have hot spots. It's effective for that too, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, if it's uh, you know, a lot of the hot spots and, and doctors, you guys would know this better than me. But what we're worried about, or what we always look at, is secondary infections. Okay. And you know, something can start out as a, an allergic reaction, and then you get a secondary infection or a bacterial oh. infection to it, and that's where you know, metricin, um provides value. Well, all I know is that my little ladybug's wounds healed fast. fast. They did. Yeah, they did very well. That's good to hear. Okay, well, I'm going to give out five bottles now, if that's okay, okay with you, Judy. one 405 If you're not lucky enough to get through, you should have this in your first aid kit. And what a great wow. gift idea if you make first aid kits. Vetricin.com. That's V-E-T-E-R-I-C-Y-N.com. Now, everybody that I've given a gift to, Knows, knows what I'm knows what's in it. That's okay. <laughs> He'll still like it, Hal. Troy, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. Once again, check out the website veterisin.com, V-E-T-E-R-I-C-Y-N.com. Hey, this is Josh DeMel on Animal Radio. Please adopt a pet. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Blah, 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 blah. Forget Hal, forget Judy. It's really all about Dr. Debbie, dog trainer Alan Cable, dog father Joey Volani, and animal communicator Joy Turner. Yeah, I have some gifts for you, and I'm going to buy your love today at one 405 8405 Big show. If you can't get any sleep because that damn cat or damn dog is in bed with you moving around, we're going to have a doctor who's going to tell you, get that dog out of bed. Simple as that. Now, that'll never happen with me. I'll be awakened dozens of times oh, before so I... crazy. I'm just Alan's like, been telling you to stop that anyway. It's just has. for behavior reasons. Yes. Well, you got behavior reasons. Now you got zoonotic diseases as well as insomnia. Not, yes. not helping you uh, sleep. It's bad for your health. Screw it. it. Really I, love, I love being with my animals. That's the uh, way it is. So do I have to kick my husband out of the bed, too, if he bothers me? You know, I'm, I'm <laughs> saying some of the animal disturbances are just like having a spouse in bed. We'll they out, are, yes. Find out more in just a few minutes. Also, Dr. Marty Becker will be jet back with us today talking about some of the holiday hazards. And I'm going to find out what he got his animals for Christmas. Uh, for, for us, for me, Hanukkah started. We uh, traditionally uh, bring out... Eight presents? Is it eight presents, 12 presents? He's looking at me like I would know. I'm not Jewish. I have no idea. (laughs) Sorry. I'm for anything that's got presents involved. Yeah, you think I'd know. Eight presents, I should know about it. (laughs) Stacy, what are you doing for the holidays? Well, it's a pretty hot topic, that debarking surgery. If your dog was barking and you couldn't get it to stop and you kept getting fines, would you have dog debarking surgery? Is it ethical for dogs? I mean, do they need their voice? Are you really, are you, uh, is it a humane thing to do? What do you say? Hmm? We're going to talk about that. Well, I don't know if we're really going to talk about it. I have a story about it. (laughs) You guys can talk about it if you want. Uh, It's coming up on Animal Radio News. Also, Joey's going to tell us today not to mix our conditioners with our shampoos, especially with your animal. Now, I've been doing this for years. I just have whatever I have left in my closet. Uh, Sometimes it's a little L'Oreal, a little headed shoulders. You mix those together. Apparently, you're not supposed to do that. I always wondered if you had to buy the same conditioner as your shampoo, the same brand. It works better. Joey comes from the uh, grooming industry, so he's trying to pitch shampoo. He's trying to push all kinds of shampoo. Uh, But that's all on the way right here on Animal Radio today.
let's take your calls right now. Hey, Bob. Hello. How you doing? Good, yourself? Very good. Where are you? I'm calling from Yuma, Arizona. Yuma, beautiful Yuma, Arizona. You're on with Dr. Debbie. Hi, Dr. Well, Debbie. Hi there. The thing with my my dog, we got a, we got a dog. We've had him for five years. We've got him as a puppy. He was both free and Australian Shepherd mix, but uh, I think uh, he's made for every kind of every kind of dog around the block. <laughs> I mean, he's a good guard dog. You know, he's good, great with the kids. You know, he. he he doesn't really like spending time inside the house. He stays mainly outside. But uh, okay. the thing I, the problem we got with him is he uh, urinates on, if he sees a wall, he tends to go urinate on it. Is this fella neutered? No, he's not. He's not neutered. Okay. Um, well, the, the the reality of what we're dealing with then here is very likely driven by those hormones that are floating through his system. And in the dog world, urinating is a way of communicating. And he doesn't necessarily recognize that you guys aren't dogs. Um, and the urine in the house is his way of saying, hey, this is my domain, this is my crib. <laughs> and uh, it, it is not perceived in his mind as a negative behavior. So the real challenge is, uh, how do you stop a dog that's not neutered from peeing in the house? You neuter him. <laughs> um, because we know that 70 to 80% of male dogs will stop uh, urine marking um, once they're neutered. There are some that don't, and some of that can be because they kind of get it in their head that this is a fun behavior, and they will repeat it just because they've learned that behavior. But um, I could certainly put you some good odds at fixing that problem by uh, taking care of those two little fellows between his legs. <laughs> I, I hate to butt in here, Doc, but uh, aren't there some other good reasons to get your pet spayed or neutered? Oh, uh, absolutely, Hal, and you always keep me on my game here, um, but beyond just the behavioral-related issues, um, a dog that is neutered will have less problems health-wise with prostate-related issues, and it eliminates the risk of prostate um, some, some, uh, some prostate cancers and also testicular cancers. The other good thing is kind of along the behavioral uh, road is that it helps to avoid pets that might want to roam away off of their property, um, which puts them at uh, less risk for getting injured, uh, getting lost and never found. So yeah. behaviorally, there are additional benefits there. So yeah, there, uh, it sounds there, there like... There's been a couple of times where he's, he's gone away from me. And, uh, I might go in the backyard. <laughs> you know, he'll, he'll sneak through the door and... You know, he'll be gone. You know, i got to take off running after him. He's like a kid that just turned 21 and he's hitting the bar scene. So, yeah, I'd reel him in there. Uh, Take care of that, uh, and that'll hopefully help all the way around with all of that. 1-866-405-8405. Who do we have? We have Wayne? Yeah, Wayne Miller from uh, Napanee, Indiana. But uh, I'm out here in New York as I speak. And I have uh, a Yorkie that I bought from back home in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, I I mean, he's a traveling dog. And he's been with me from the West Coast to the East Coast, which we're going back to the East Coast as I speak. And, Fabulous. Uh, I want to be in that, having a Yorkie. Oh, man, I tell you what, their, their skin is like, I was told, like a human people's skin. But the, the point I'm asking is, He's itching, you know, like because I can't bathe him as much as uh, being out on the road. So I kind of like use this spray that I got from PetSmart that kind of hand bathe, you know, spray him and then wipe him down like that. And I thought maybe uh, he itches like between his ears and maybe like uh, on his back too. And and 
you know, I had it checked down and it, and he's fine, is what the veterinarian says. I didn't know if there was a special type of, uh, of a, like, shampoo or conditioner that I should use, mm-hmm. uh, or what. Is he having any kind of problems where you're seeing you know, sores, scratches, redness, anything that's, um, you know, beyond just the itch itself? No, no. Matter of fact, he's just, you know, itches and uh, not all the time, but occasionally. And I guess the first thing I'd say is that a little bit of itching is a dog behavior. So a little bit we're always going to encounter. And if his hair coat looks good and we're not overly dry, we might just focus on keeping things as the norm. And I average would bathe a dog maybe only once a month um, if necessary. And the types of products that I would use um, for your little baby or any dog that we're just looking for something good, non-medicated, something maybe to help with dryness or the anti-itch, is a colloidal oatmeal-based shampoo. And there's oodles of different products out there. Um, some you can buy at pet stores, some you can find at a veterinary office. I generally use one called Relief Shampoo, which is just a veterinary line that we have. I like it. I'm very comfortable with it. It comes in creams and sprays and all those kind of things that can help. And especially in a soft-coated dog, I do like those sprays because you can kind of back push the hair, spray the spray, massage it in, and it does kind of, it is kind of like human hair almost, so it does kind of give it a little bit more luster. But we can't ignore the inside of the patient, so um, I do like to give, at least where I'm located here in the desert, we have a lot of dry climate. So I do like to supplement fatty acids in their diet in either a gel cap form or a liquid, and that's kind of an inside way to help with skin, hair coat problems, and that general mild itchiness that dogs have. So I would definitely try that for your baby. And then as far as the other things, since you do kind of globe trot across the country, is I would definitely make sure that you are using a year-round flea control program um, where you actually treat on a regular basis because you're going into some different environments and different flea habitats. Um, If those little suckers get established, it can really create quite the itch cycle. Hope that gives you some help there, Wayne. And uh, I'm from Indiana, too, so uh, good to hear some representation from that area. Thanks so much for your call. You bathe your pet at home, and now you can dry them like a pro with the X-Power Pro at Home Dryer. This lightweight, compact, quiet dryer is perfect for winter bathing. The X-Power Pro at Home Dryer comes with four styling nozzles, so you can get the professional look at home. Get the X-Power Pro at Home Dryer during this holiday special for just $89 through January only. It makes the perfect gift for the entire family, and is endorsed by me, Groomer Joey Villani. Available at Amazon.com or ViperPet.com. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. And we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas. And we've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our LID formulas before grain-free became a trend. Our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high-quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants. For more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. And now- 
now the top five reasons to get Genie from DirecTV, the most advanced HD DVR ever. Number five, Genie recommends new shows based on what you already watch. Number four, Genie eliminates inconvenient boxes in every room. Number three, Genie has three times more HD recording capacity than cable. Number two, Genie records five shows at once. And the number one reason, Genie serves your entire home with one HD DVR for a full HD DVR experience on every TV. Call now and get a free upgrade to Genie, plus lock in your savings for two years. Packages start at $29.99 a month. Call 800-399-5101. That's 800-399-5101. Once again, 800-399-5101. DirecTV clients are an RVU-enabled TV device required for each additional room, additional advanced receiver fee supply. Three times more claim is based on one Genie HD DVR setup. Offer requires 24-month agreement and entertainment package or above. First year savings on entertainment is $25 a month. Second year savings is $10 a month. $29.99 package not eligible. Offers on 2613. New approved customers only. Lease required. Other conditions apply. Call for details. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Animal Radio. We are just about, well, just a little over a week away from Xmas. Hanukkah already in full swing. And if you're still looking for gifts for either, may I suggest the X-Power Dryer in Joey Volani's hands. Please hold that up to the microphone, will you? Thank you. Look, like a machine gun, I'm holding it. Of course, it's just <laughs> such a cool, cool piece of equipment here. Well, I, here I mean, this, I, thing, I this wanna, thing's great. Uh, here's the deal that I think is amazing is before you even join this radio show... How grooming an animal? That's crazy. I would definitely take them to uh, either Petco or one of the groomers and have them do it because I just didn't think I had the skill to do it. But since you've given me this X-Power dryer, and they are a sponsor, I will tell you that, but I'm going to brag about it. I have been able to groom Ladybug like the professionals, and I thank you for that. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's the cool thing speechless. about this is you, Joey. And, and no, you, you know what? You, it, it, it is speechless because it is so cool. Um, because it's the same piece of equipment that I'm going to use in the salon. There's really no difference. It's a little bit more compact. The difference is it's extremely quiet. It's better than most of the dryers that I use that are real loud with the same amount of power and has all these great attachments. Check this out. I could put see if I put this attachment on. Um, I could turn on the dryer, which is two speed. And actually, I actually use this as a brush as I'm drying. So if you got a dog that has a lot of undercoat, it'll pull it right out. If you have a dog that, hold on, let me change attachments again. See this one? Now, if you have a so dog light. that, um, that um, really has a long coat and you want to get that really professional look that you can't get when you when you wash your dog at home, and that's because you don't have the volume of air if you use your hair dryer that this is going to put out there. Mm-hmm. This is going to give it to you. But with all these attachments that come with it, it makes it easy. It makes it foolproof. It puts me out of business a little bit, X-Power, but that's okay. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that um, on the side someday. someday. Um, and you, I'll tell you, you know what else it's good for? It's reversible, so it's a vacuum. 
sort of mess that you make, Hal, I can vacuum it right up. And um, my wife has me using it on everything. I'm cleaning up the, the, the sofa. I'm getting the hair off of that. And then, you know, any any little crumbs that, you know, if, if I'm, see, I don't snack as much. But but um, if I did um, clean up the crumbs, um, I've dried my motorcycle off. With, I mean, it's, it's the coolest thing because you, you think you're going to buy a dryer for your dog, and then you find that you're it's using really... it for about 10 different things around the house. <laughs> and um, it's really a good product. That was the same with me at first. The cuttings from the hair, Ladybug's hair, I wanted to pick those up, and I realized that I could use the vacuum for that. Now I'm starting to use it around the house. It really makes a great Christmas present. It's strong enough to blow the wig off the new intern's head that you hired, okay? That that um, wig he has on his head. Is I that could a probably, wig? From here, I could probably blow that right off his head. Okay. I'll get it at Amazon.com or ViperPet.com in time for the holidays. Here's the deal. It's... It's valued at 200 bucks, but you can get this through January for $89. $89. Head on over to Amazon.com or ViperPet.com. And thanks, guys, for sponsoring Animal Radio. And we head to Julie. Hi, Julie. Hello there. What's going on? I have three cats that have whitish, crinkly ear growth mm. that I'm told are cancer. Now, okay. these cats all come from a feral background, but they've been in... For at least the last 12 years. So they haven't been out picking up anything. And I called you because you have access to a rather broad range of sources of info. And these cats are all genetically connected. Okay. It's the mother, it's the son, it's the grandson. And one got it in July, one got it in August, and one got it in September. What specifically do you you see in their ears? What, What does it look like? White and crinkly, or grayish white, beigeish white, and crinkly. Okay, is this uh, like stuff coming out of the ears, or is it growths along the ear canal, or, or okay, what? Okay, it's, it's a growth, and I'm just trying to keep the drainage open. Okay. Um, but they do continue to drain, and usually it's like that serous, whitish, or clearish stuff, mm-hmm. but one of them does have blood once in a while, like when I'm cleaning it. Uh, okay. The other one, it's like I must be hitting a sack or something when I'm cleaning it because when he bleeds, he bleeds. And this okay. would be like maybe once a week that that happens. And what I've been cleaning it with is the peroxide. That oh, no. Pardon? Get rid of that. Get rid of that. Okay, what should I use? <laughs> you know, we're going to want to use a good ear cleaner. And peroxide, all that is, is that helps you just kind of bubble blood. So it's really not going to do anything to help an ear. One okay. product you could use, because first of all, I'm going to say, Julie, is that for me, it's a little challenging because we need to have a veterinary eyeball on this because there are some different processes that kind of come to mind with what you're describing. Well, the vet um, says it's cancer. Okay, because there, if it's actually masses coming out of the ear, that that may be some kind of growth. Cats can get polyps in their ear canal as a result of chronic inflammation, and I have seen cats get that as a result of chronic upper respiratory infections, chronic uh, mite infect infections, bacterial infections in the ear, and you know if these guys are from a feral background, you know, respiratory viruses are certainly a very big possibility. Now that's something that you know your vet would probably have a better feel for by looking the other uh, 
possibility is some lines of cat, we can see what is basically ceruminous gland problems. So these are basically like a modified sweat gland in the ear. And some cats can get where these glands just get really big and what we call hyperplastic. And they'll actually form like little lumps, bumps, or even cysts along the ear canal. That can actually, in some cats, progress to types of cancers or adenocarcinomas. And the only way we can tell the difference between these is is to do a biopsy on that. For those cats that have these latter conditions, you know, as long as those sweat glands are there, they're going to keep having problems. So we have to attack and treat the ear infection that might be there. And if possible, we can try to laser um, some of these uh, to open up the ear canal. Some ear canals are so filled with these kind of lumpy, bumpy, um, and often they're kind of more purplish in color and raised and look like almost cobblestones. When they look like that, sometimes there's no hope to save the ear canal. and We can surgically remove the whole ear canal. But it's really a matter of Okay. So it's really going to be a matter of controlling the infection that's present and trying to keep them as comfortable as possible. So kind of going back to ear cleansers, for me, I always like to know what's going on in that ear so I could base my recommendations off of that. So I might take a little swab with a cotton uh, tip applicator and look under the microscope. Um, Sometimes we may need to use oral antibiotics along with a cleanser and with a topical. But if you've got lots of these guys and you're trying to tackle a broad range problem, I do like something like the Vetresin Ear Cleanser. And that's something you can use. Vetresin is V-E-T-R-I-C-Y-N. And it's um, a product that I use at my office. And it's basically a way to use something on a chronic basis for maybe, so we don't develop a resistance problem. Because you're going to run into a problem eventually with those other ointments that you're using where they may not really help for that bacterial infection that's going on. So I'd use something like that. See with your vet if we need to use an oral antibiotic um, or even sometime. They are on... Well, two of them have been on Zenequin, 25 milligram, a half daily. Okay. okay. I'm open to Great. suggestions. And the oils no. they've, they've been getting are the Animax, and then another time it was Dermavet, and now they're about to start Panalog. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of these preparations are all very similar, but we're using different um, antifungals and antibacterial uh, components in there. So, you know, we can keep switching up. Um, but like I said, you may want to use something like Vetresin. And then maybe even if we're looking on long-term treatment and one product isn't working, sometimes we've just got to culture that ear to see, are we getting a resistant organism? And that's why I can't even tell you if Xenoquin is going to work. Because, you know, after we've been on a variety of different topicals, we could be creating a super bug that's just residing in these ears that, that maybe have, you know, a type of cerumen gland problem, and that may be why all these, you know, uh, relatives are having some of these issues. And if it's possible and it's something you can swing, it would be worthwhile to get at least a biopsy of one of them so you kind of know what your long-term expectations are. That's just because, you know, I want to get all that information. I'm kind of like house. I want to find out all I can about these things so I can give you the best information on that. Okay, well, thank you very much. Uh, let me know how that goes. All right, well, thank you very, very much. Thanks, Julie. Bye-bye. We appreciate it. one 405 8405 This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Pets Day. It's a unique program for guests and their four-legged friends available at Flamingo, Bally's, and Harris Resorts in Las Vegas. It includes the food, the water dish, the sleeping mat, dog treats, and even a specialty room service menu. You can find out more at Caesars.com slash Vegas. And tonight, you ladies will enjoy this. Chippendales, the show. Oh, yes. 
with James, James and James. James from you, got, you know oh. who they are, don't you, Dr. Debbie? I don't think I do. <gasps> should I? Yes, you should. Oh, for all of a middle America. Let me America. see the picture. There you Let go. Me see the it doesn't there really matter where they're from. They were on yeah, Amazing Race. Yes. And uh, they, uh, they're they doing their little strut across the stage at Chippendale's Theater at the Rio. They got their own little theater. So, ladies, check that out. Uh, through the 30th, by the way. See, I would do it just because. It would be in honor of the amazing race. Is that why I would you would go do it. Sure. You're a good person. Yeah. Ladybug would be back in the room ordering room service. Thanks, Pets Day. Maybe your dog can sit. Maybe he can roll over. Maybe he can even play dead. But when you tell him to stay, he's never done it like this. <laughs> Caesars Palace, Paris, and Planet Hollywood Resorts in Las Vegas proudly announce pet-friendly accommodations. Our new Pet Stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash PetStayLasVegas or call 800-427-7247. Stay tuned for a million-dollar dream body announcement. Do you want to lose weight? How about toning and sculpting your entire body in just six to eight minutes a day? You've seen it on TV with Chuck Norris and Christy Brinkley. They love the Total Gym. Well, we're out to prove once and for all that the Total Gym melts off the pounds better than anything else on the market in just six to eight minutes a day. So if you want to try it, give us a call because we're going to let up to a million people from across the nation try the Total Gym for just $1. If you call right now, 1-800-335-2589. That's right. The first callers right now from this station get to try the famous Total Gym for 30 days for just $1. The Total Gym will have you in the best shape of your life in just six to eight minutes a day. Whether you want to firm and slenderize or build and sculpt your body, the Total Gym is the one machine that does it all. The first 50 callers from this station right now can try Total Gym for just $1 and shipping is free. Call now. 1-800-335-2589. That's 1-800-335-2589. 1-800-335-2589. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption canine caviar so what are you feeding your dog if you didn't answer canine caviar visit caninecaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer healthier life this is an animal radio news update brought to you by frolic hat the award-winning automatic pet toys that provide hours of fun for you and your pets I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, I have a problem with a dog that is a big barker. I have a lab. He's huge. He's uh, like 110 pounds, 120 pounds. And if he was a black man, he'd have this big, burly black voice, and he'd probably be about 6'4". So you can imagine what my dog's like. But dog debarking surgery is being performed at animal hospitals across the country, including Colorado. And one vet in Colorado says, you know what, this is not very ethical, that it's really not good for dogs. His name is Dr. Kevin Fitzgerald, and he runs the Almeida East Hospital. He said, uh, you know, he's performed a lot of debark surgeries but it's a last resort, and he's concerned that dogs really, uh, they need their bark. They need it for attention. They bark to communicate, and the surgery doesn't always solve the problem. Sixty percent of dogs, even after surgery, they form scar tissue that bridges the area, and they can still produce some sounds. There's a woman uh, that's named um, Emily Hearn. She's got a dog named Lucy Lou. She debarked it three different times before it actually worked, and she said that she'd rather do that than give up her dog, Lucy 
Lucy Liu died from cancer about five years ago, but it wasn't related to debarking surgery. There's an online petition. They've got over 135,000 signatures right now asking vets to stop that procedure. A rhesus macaque monkey that was captured last month in Tampa Bay, Florida, soon going to be moving to a new home. The fugitive monkey dubbed Cornelius eluded authorities for more than a year till he bit somebody outside of their home. A spokesman for the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission told the Tampa Bay Times that Cornelius will likely be signed over to Vernon Yates. He's a man who helped capture the rebel rhesus. Since his capture on October 24th, Cornelius has been quarantined on Yates' property, but he's soon going to get upgraded quarters. Yates is planning on giving him to Wild Things. It's a zoo in Dade City. And here's some good news for Cornelius. The facility already has nearly a dozen other McKays, and uh, there's a female one named Coco, and he is going to be housed with Cork Coco. So maybe they'll get a cuckoo out of that Corco with Cornelius, <laughs> something like that. Who knows? I don't know. Whatever. The monkey's going to get to get it on, so we should be happy, right? There's some good news for whales. Whale meat appears to be falling out of favor in Japan. A new international fund for animal welfare shows that 88.8% of the Japanese people have uh, not purchased any whale meat over the past 12 months. That is excellent news because uh, they were having a problem with that. Uh, Whaling became an international environmental concern in the mid-20th century after several whale species became endangered. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Frolicat, the award-winning automatic pet toys that exercise and entertain your pets. Learn more at Frolicat.com. Cats need to stimulate their curiosity, and Frolicat toys automatically entertain and exercise your pet. Turn on Frolicat Bolt or Frolicat Dart and watch your cat chase after randomly generated laser patterns. Or program Frolicat Twitch to turn on automatically so your cat can play while you are away. Frolicat's award-winning designs fit into your modern home and are fun for you and your pet. Buy them at your favorite store or learn more at Frolicat.com. Ladies, how many pounds? have you gained since you turned 40? If you're like most women, probably 10 or more. But hundreds of thousands of women have discovered the secret to losing weight after 40. It's called Amberin, and it's an advanced natural product clinically shown to cause sustained weight loss for women over 40 without significant lifestyle changes. You can try Amberin absolutely risk-free and get a one-month supply free by calling 1-800-361-2351. The leading cause of weight gain in women over 40 is hormonal imbalance. Until you balance your hormones, Losing weight can be practically impossible. Amberin balances hormones naturally, so the extra weight can fall right off. Yes, even that stubborn tummy fat. Plus, Amberin relieves other symptoms of hormonal imbalance, like hot flashes, night sweats, low libido, sleeplessness, and more. Be one of the first 50 callers right now, and they'll send you a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Free supplies are limited, so call now. 1-800-361-2351. That's 1-800-361-2351. Like me and 62% of pet lovers and pet owners, you let your pets in bed with you at night. And this is something that's hotly contested for many reasons. Many people think this is not good for discipline, disciplining them, right? Alan, I'm sure you want to chime in on that every once in a while. Well, I've got my own. I've got my own opinion. Yes, it wasn't one given to me by you. Do your dogs? <laughs> you know what? 
If you, if you, uh, I would never let my dog on furniture or in my bed or anywhere that is my space. I would never do that because, as I always tell you, dogs need clear rules and structure to be happy. But if you're a person who likes that and you don't mind, uh, you know, what goes along with it, then you got to do what you got to do. Usually, though, people who let their dogs in bed with them, uh, the dog is running the show. And they don't even know it. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I know the dog's running the show because I have to sleep wherever uh, he isn't or she isn't. What about you? Was his miles? I, I, I've, I've, I've accepted no, all, all four except for me. They all four sleep in, in in my old bed. But you see, I, I I was smart. I got my own room out of the deal now, so ah. it's, it worked. It worked out better. That's so. smart. <laughs> Someday Joey hopes to have his own house right across the street from that one. <laughs> well, I, I keep I keep telling my wife that you know what? Let's I want a motorhome, and I'm just going to leave it in the driveway, but she'll never see me again because yeah. she'll have to come out to the motorhome to find me. Uh, I won't let Ladybug in bed with me. You Sorry, won't. no, I do Ladybug not. No, she there. sleeps in a crate. Cats too. Cats because yeah. I have uh, a few cats. <laughs> How do you get any sleep? See, cats though. To me, they always they're always sticking their ass in your face or something. So that's I said. <laughs> That's just I, you, I Joey. Have in, in, in the bed. Just you. It's just Joey. They recognize your play, that you uh, you adore things like that. You know, we joke about this, but it's pretty serious because about 53% of us say these animals in bed with us actually disturb our sleep, making us tired during the day. Our memory is shot. What difference is it if I slept next to a, you know, a, a person in bed you know, and they're moving around? It's the same crap, no? Well, if you got a king-size bed, usually the person will go to the furthest point away from you. Now, are you tired when you wake up in the morning, Joey? I mean, do you? No, uh, I'm. I listen. I'm one of those guys that get five hours sleep, and I'm a, and I'm up like a top. So, yeah, <laughs> no, nothing. I don't. I don't sleep. Isn't it funny how we get older? We need less sleep. We have uh, on the phone Dr. Russell Rosenberg. He is a board-certified sleep specialist. He has 25 years of clinical and research experience, and he's the CEO of the Atlanta School of Sleep Medicine, and he currently serves as the chairman of the board of the National Sleep Foundation. He doesn't think that animals should yeah, be with us. let's Do- ask him. Doctor, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for having me on today. First of all, do you have any animals? I do. I have two border collies, and uh, I've had cats before, and, uh, well, I also have a whole pond full of uh, koi, but they're certainly not going to sleep with me at night. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be sleeping with the fishes. No. But do the uh, the cats and the dogs, do they sleep with you, or have they ever slept with you? Uh, yes, occasionally they have in the past. They certainly have, and they sleep, they've actually um, sleep in the same room um, about half the time. And do they disturb your sleep? When they're in bed with you, um, they well, mine do a bit, yeah, because they they sometimes uh, whine or they um, uh, bark or moan in their sleep, and uh, you know I tend to be a little bit lighter sleeper, so uh, they do they do wake me up. So would you say sleeping with pets in bed is bad for you? You know, it's boy, that's a, that's a statement, and I've made this statement before publicly, and I and I get uh, a lot of uh, hate uh, hate emails and all of that from the. There's so many people that sleep with their pets and enjoy it. I would say that that if your sleep is unrefreshing, or you have insomnia, or you're sleepy in the daytime and you're not sure why, I would first. Think about putting the pets out of the room because oftentimes they can disturb your sleep without even you even knowing it. And so my mm-hmm. concern is that that they may make noises or they may move around a bit. And you know, uh, your colleague's right; it's not too unlike having somebody else in the bed. Uh, but uh, oftentimes, you know, there's no choice there. But you do have a choice with your pet. 
Yep. Hal, you are so bad. You have four cats that sleep in bed. How do you get any sleep? No wonder you look so tired all day long. Well, and I, I wake up four in the morning and I feed them. And then I wake Jeez. up at six o'clock and then I feed them. <laughs> And all the weird, we've all heard of weird cat ladies. Now we got a weird cat man. Yes, we yeah, do. It, it definitely gets in the way of my sleep. But if I put the cats outside, then they scratch at the door. And they cry and they And I figure this is a way fight. to sh- at least shut them up temporarily. So I haven't really found a solution to the problem. Doc, do you have a solution? Well, you know, I, I think the best solution, at least for, for us, let me tell you what my wife and I have done that's worked for us is is that we will, um, about half the nights, we'll kennel the dogs. And they're not uncomfortable or unhappy at all. They do just fine. And, and you know, the problem is when we keep them in our room overnight, if any either of us gets up in the middle of the night to attend to something or go to the restroom, they think it's playtime. So they're barking, they're jumping, they're thinking, you know, they're not actually looking, they're not so time conscious where they know, hey, you know, we should still be sleeping. If somebody's up, we should be playing. <laughs> There are some people who sleep perfectly fine, and if anybody is sleeping perfectly fine, feels rested, feels awake during the daytime, no daytime sleepiness, then sure, why not? But but really, there you know there are you know millions of people in the U.S. who don't sleep very well, who feel like sleep is unrefreshing. The National Sleep Foundation does annual polls about this, and some hundred million people, which is about a third of the U.S. population, a little less than a third, but close, don't feel like they get a good night's sleep most every night. And I think look to the places, uh, you know, the easy fixes before you go to a sleep doc or go to your own primary care doc to find out what's wrong with you. I'm ready to go to a hotel just to get a night's sleep. <laughs> just one night a week would be great. As you'd tell your husband to lay off there. I know. This is, uh, this is something that could cause millions of dollars, I'm sure, of lost downtime for employers and all kinds of accidents that are avoided simply because you get some sleep. You know, I think sleep is the common denominator to both mental and physical health and our ability to perform during the daytime. And, and you know, sleep has been linked to, or lack of sleep, and poor sleep has been linked to obesity, to diabetes, to cardiovascular disease. So there's no doubt that, that sleep, it's, it's not just, uh, oh, I didn't get a good night's sleep or I'm not sleeping that well, it's no big deal. I think I'd like all of your listeners to take sleep a lot more seriously realize that when sleep isn't good, then health isn't good. And that's every bit as important as getting, uh, you know, exercise regularly and eating uh, a reasonably good diet. That the sleep is sort of the, the third part of the, the stool, if you will. It's, it's really a viable sign. It should be considered a viable sign for health. Just another reason not to have the animals in bed with you. I just was reading this in your press release. They can make you sick. There, there is some data uh, from the CDC about this, and, uh, you know, I think this is a little bit of a stretch for the vast majority of us, but there are some people who are, if their immune systems are compromised, then yes, they should not be sleeping with the pets. But for most of us who have, hopefully we have intact, most of us and probably all of us on the phone have intact, uh, you, know, uh, you know, systems you know, to ward off uh, disease and so forth, then, then it's perfectly fine. And these are diseases like rabies and antibiotic-resistant infections, meningitis, ringworm, intestinal parasites? That's where I got that from. <laughs> yeah, there, 
<laughs> there, you know, there, there, there is data to support that. This isn't just sort of pulling it out of the air. There's so many good reasons, but you know, I'm the, I, I can't stand the ex. Every day you turn on a show and there's experts telling you don't do this, you shouldn't do that. It's not, you know what? Shush up already. I'm not going to tell people what to do, but I can tell you if you really want your dog to be happy. I don't know about cats, but if you want your dog to be a well-adjusted, happy animal, he doesn't belong where you are. What yes. if the pack leader wants all the dogs in bed with her? You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Our pets don't come with replacement parts. It's an estimated that one in five dogs has diagnosed arthritis, and twice that number has undiagnosed arthritis. Lubrizin knows that your pet's joints deteriorate, and they often suffer in silence. Lubrizin's oral joint supplement acts as a natural lubricant, ending your pet's discomfort. Lubrizin has a formula for you, your pets, and your horses. Tastes great, and animals love it. Visit them at www.lubrizin.com. That's L-U-B-R-I-S-Y-N.com. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by X-Power, the pro at-home dryer. Bathe your pet at home and style them just like Joey Volani. Get the X-Power well, pro. Yeah? You could try to style them like me, but <laughs> X-Power will definitely help you get it, you know, get it looking great. Get the X-Power pro at-home dryer during this holiday special for just $89 through January. It's available at Amazon.com or ViperPet.com and endorsed by our very own groomer, Joey Volani, ladies and gentlemen, looking dapper today. You like that, huh? You like this right. look, my all-black look that I'm in every week. So Anyway... <laughs> I got a um an email from a Mary Chu and um you know I got to say something and um you know I don't want this to come up Cross the wrong way at all because this is very respectful. But everyone in the Asian community is so respectful. They call me Mr. Joe, and I don't know why. But you know what? That's how she. That's how she. Because um, they can't say know. Volani. Oh, send the emails to. <laughs> Mr. Joe. Anyway, so I'm going to answer her question. The question is: Is she has um a um Jack Russell Terrier mix, and um she wants to bathe the dog at home. She says she listens to the show, and we talk about all different kinds of grooming products and and whatnot. But she still doesn't know is this any is any shampoo any different or any better than than anything else? And my answer to her is yes and no, and it depends on your particular needs. If you want just a clean dog, there's a lot of products that are going to clean your pet. All they're going to do is they're going to just give you a nice, clean dog. But if you're looking for it to do something, okay, if you're looking for a color enhancement, if you're looking for a texturizer, if you're looking for a brightener or a whitener, something to make it more shiny, the bottom line is this. If you're looking for like a texturizer type product, you may be a little bit disappointed, and I'm going to tell you why. Texturizing shampoos, even though you see them in the pet stores, they don't work real well unless they work in conjunction with a haircut. Because really, what you're doing is you're enhancing the coat by fillers. So it's what they put in the shampoo, which is going to make it look thicker. It's going to make it look more coarse. Um, it's going to give the appearance. You know, it's going to help it a little bit. But you need a haircut, which is also going to shorten the hair to make it look like it has more texture. Now, if the dog has a real long coat, the weight of the coat is really just going to keep it looking exactly the same. It's not going to change much at all. Now, if you're looking for an optical brightener, 
or something. Yeah, that's something you take at home, and it's going to achieve that right away. But the misconception a lot of people have, Hal, is this, is they think that optical brighteners, like they have shampoos called Blackout and Burnished Bronze, and um, they're not going to take a dog that has grays and change those grays. It's not a dye. Mm. It's an optical brightener, which means it's only going to enhance the color of the dog. If you want your dog to shine, look for a product that has um, silicones and oils in it, okay? And remember one thing. This is really important. Shampoos and conditioners go together. If you're going to purchase, purchase both. Is, it, is that the same with human one. brands, too? Like if it, I- it actually, it, it really is because what happens is when you wash a dog's coat, when you wash your own hair. Now, your hair naturally has a negative charge. Oh. When it goes to a positive charge, it's, it stands out. It's, it's like static. Now, that's what shampoo will do. Shampoo will change the negative charge on your hair or your dog's coat to a positive. So now what this conditioner does, it counteracts that. It counterbalances that. So it's going to turn it back to a negative. You know, I think you know almost too much. <laughs> you know, that's, well, hey, this is my business. This is Animal Radio. Six six four zero five eight four zero five. This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Lubricin. Don't let your pet suffer with joint discomfort. End their discomfort with Lubricin. It tastes great, and animals love it. Visit them at www.lubricin.com. That's L-U-B-R-I-S-Y-N.com. Don't forget, you still get 25% off your first order with the code ANIMALRADIO. And let's head on over to Carl. Hey, Carl, how are you? Well, I've got this dog. It's a 15-month-old uh, golden doodle, and okay. uh, he's neutered, and he's an Addison's dog. Uh, okay. He uh, went through about uh, two or three days of really bad feeling stuff, and he ended up uh, almost lethargic and just about dead, and we took him to the vet, and they found out that his sodium and his potassium levels were way off, and they did a test on him and uh, found out that his adrenal gland is not producing. And okay. uh, I give him a Percortin shot every month, uh, and he's on uh, uh, prednisone as well. And what I'm wondering, he, he's getting along just fine now. He's doing great. But I'm wondering about what I should expect long-term, because it costs about $100 a month to keep him on these drugs. But he's mm-hmm, a great sure. dog, and I love him and everything. So I'm just wondering what to expect. All righty. Well, good questions here. And I'm going to back up for a moment because Addison's disease is one that a lot of people haven't heard about when it comes to animals and even people. Um, but Addison's disease is a disease that's a hormone problem affecting electrolytes and even the cortisone levels in the body. And these are produced by the adrenal gland. So if a dog has this problem, we have to supplement one or both of those things. So in his situation, you may be wishing that he's a chihuahua <laughs> because... Large dogs, unfortunately, that poor cortin injection is dosed based on weight um, as, as one of the factors. So, um, yeah, it's much cheaper to have a small dog at a Sonian patient than to have a large one. But between using those things, now most Addison's patients, if we're re- well regulated, you know, they can have normal lifespans. So it isn't necessarily something that's going to shortchange him in longevity or his enjoyment of life. I do find that some dogs, as they get older, you know, we still have to do 
some regular checks on them because sometimes we'll have to adjust our dosages of um, the medication, especially the injectable percortin, uh, with time. Um, so that might be something to just be aware of. So that's kind of the goal. And then you may find a dog with Addison's disease because they don't have their own ability to produce cortisone, that fight-or-flight um, hormone, if they're faced with a stressful event, they can have a relapse and kind of bottom out. So if I have an Addison's patient that is going to have, say, um, a surgery planned or we're going to go boarding or even I've had one dog where the mother-in-law came to visit and stay for a while and the dog had a mini crisis. So <laughs> not saying mother-in-laws aren't allowed, but um, yeah, just sure. be aware. Okay. Little things okay. that alter their daily life and maybe just cause it what would be perceived as doggy stress. In those situations, we may increase that prednisone on the short term and just kind of use it as a protective benefit while they're kind of getting through whatever event that is. Okay. Um, so the prednisone that you would increase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we're dealing with just that kind of stressful event, and that's something usually I'll do for you know a few days in advance if we can, up to a week or more afterwards. Okay. You know, but you know otherwise, an Addison patient, um, you know, you're definitely going to spend a lot more money on them. You're going to see your vet more often, uh, have lab work on a regular basis, but you know, they still can have regular vaccinations and preventative care. And I, I do find some people coddle their Addison's pets like like they're too fragile. And, and you know, if we're well regulated and we do a lot of good preventative care, you know, you're still doing everything you can for them. And I don't like to abandon preventative care for Addison's patients. So keep up with that. Embrace that and, and really um, you know, stay up with all the regular stuff. Okay. So how often is a regular visit to the vets and blood work and everything? How often do you recommend? Well, depending. Since your baby is relatively young and new, I might do some basic checks as often as every three months. Um, maybe out to every six months until we kind of see how the body weight settles in as well as um, just everything else. You know, you still got a young in there at what you said, 15 months old? Yeah, he's 15 months old and 72 pounds. <laughs> Aw. Wow. And, and golden, golden doodles are such a darling breed. Well, I guess hybrid breed, we we'd him. have to call them. Yeah, we love him. Yeah. So, so we just kind of keep going the way we are, and it's going to be $100 a month, and that's it. Is there any chance? Of, uh, of his adrenal gland kicking back in, or is it damaged beyond repair, or what happened there? If this is a primary um, Addison's disease, then it's not likely. Um, because there can be some Addison's symptoms triggered by other conditions, in some ways that in those situations it might be, re- not reversible, but you know, uh, treatable in some other way. But in the general scheme of things, a true Addisonian patient never really, it, they don't cure themselves. We, we're looking at lifetime therapy. Okay, okay. Well, we're going to do that. Keep going because he's such a great dog. Awesome. And you are obviously, uh, Carl, a very dedicated owner because it is a lot. It is a lot to manage these guys and just to, you know, give those shots and stay up with all that, you know, regular preventative care. Thank you for your call, Carl. I appreciate it. At 1-866-405-8405. And I'm just checking in on my computer right now on my tag uh, pet tracker to see how Ladybug has been 
if she's been playing enough today, if she's had enough. Boss activity. has got her beat, man. Boss, if you look at his activity tracking, he is all over the place. <laughs> now, do you check on your phone or do you check on your computer with it? I usually check on my computer for when I'm trying to track him, and like if I'm you know testing where he's at, where my father might have him if he's driving around. Then I'll use my phone because it's it's very <laughs> quick and very convenient. I like that. One of the best gifts that I think we've received this year. It sends you texts and emails if your pet gets out or leaves a certain zone. It also tracks your pet's activity levels to make sure he's getting enough of that exercise. And they should get about 30 to 60 minutes of daily exercise, depending on the breed. It's sort of like a baby monitor or a cell phone exactly. for, your, for your dog. And I encourage you to check out tag.com. That's T-A-G-G dot com. You can also get the uh, tag tracker at an Apple store, Amazon, Verizon Wireless has them, Target, Best Buy, Sam's Club, Staples. Check them out today. This is the item of this year. If there's one it's item, on my list, it, definitely. If there's one item this year that you get for your animal, think about the tag pet tracker. Great stocking stuffer. Well, that's it for today. Remember, you can reach us all week long over at the website at AnimalRadio.com or email us at yourvoice at AnimalRadio.com. Don't forget to check out Dr. Debbie's book, How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend. You can get them over at Amazon. We have a link from AnimalRadio.com. Also, check out the Animal Radio app for your iPhone or your uh, Android. We'll see you next week for more Animal Radio right here on this fine station. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye. This is Animal Radio. Network. Network.